So if you want to open the word of God, please, to John chapter 5. John chapter 5. We know the context. It's when the Lord entered into that place called Bethesda. And uh, there's a, a lot of people there, lying there with different type of troubles. And they're waiting for the troubling of the waters. But my attention is on verse 5. Beginning verse 5. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? Or do you want to be healed? Now turn to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. Here we have well, there's two blind men, but the focus in Mark is uh, on one of them, Barti, uh, Bartimus. And uh, so the Lord come to him, and we read in verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more, a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, be of good comfort, rise, he called thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, what will thou that I should do unto thee? What do you want me to do? Two questions to people that is evident they have a real problem for a long time. Uh, the blind man, we don't know how long he had been blind. But the second one, uh, we know he's been there for 38 years. And the little title of my message is this. Dangerous prayer, dangerous prayer. Because the first thought that come to our mind is, why would the Lord ask those questions to people? It was obvious of what their problem was. One, 38 years. The other one, been blind. So what would you expect would be their demand? We know when the Lord asked, question you know the answer more than that you know the heart of the person but every time and i've been looking thinking about that every time the lord asks a question just like the first question in the bible where art thou the lord knew the answer but every time the lord is asking a question it's for us to think before we answer you want us to stop and think which is not easy for us because no there's a need this is what i want yes do you really want it now i want to apply that to our prayers we've been praying for revival do we really want the revival let's take it very in a very short space let's say and we hear it often on our call a dear sister 
want her husband to be saved or her children to be saved or vice versa. A brother is praying for his wife to be saved. Do we want them just to be saved? Or what happens if that person we're praying gets saved and get all fired up for the Lord and then says, now we're going to pray every day together. And then we're going to go to meeting as much as is possible every week. Yeah, plus other meeting. And then he come up one day. So I think we, the Lord is calling us to the mission field. How would that change your life? Quite a bit. So, no, we want people to get saved. I know a situation, a dear sister pray for her husband to be saved. But when he was involved in the, in the work of the Lord, well, she didn't like it too much. She didn't have her husband around her. So we see, we want people to get saved. We want the revival. But one thing is for sure, boy, we're going to be, you no, know, move around a bit. <laughs> There'll be quite a change. So, if we go back to our example, when the Lord asked that crippled man for 38 years, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be made whole? Well, for sure he wanted. The only way he could think is that, well, if nobody come and help me, I'll never get healed. So he was a hopeless case. No, what was the life of that person? Well, every day they would bring him there and wait for the water to be troubled. In a certain way, he didn't have much trouble in his life. The only thing he could do is wait, <laughs> sit, be on his mat and wait that something happened. You know, one of the great danger which each have is the fact that we, we get used to our condition. And when the Lord asked him, do you want to be healed? His life will be shaken. Everything would change. No. Now you, would, you wouldn't be able to sit there all day long. No, you have to go to work. You have to do something. He, responsibility would be taken place in his life. So you see, sometimes we pray for something, but in reality, Lord, don't move things too much around. Remember when the, the Lord cured the Gadarian and, uh, and uh, uh, all those uh, pigs went up in the water and the people, what? They begged the Lord to leave the place. Didn't want to be disturbed too much. We're the same, me first. No, we, we want something, but Lord, don't disturb things too much, no? If that person gets saved, well, well, thank you is saved, but uh, keep him quiet a bit. I don't want him to move too much. How we are selfish in our prayer. So here the Lord wants this man, before he says anything, do you really want to get old? You want to get cured? What a change in your life that will do if, that, if it happened. But I like, well, even if he says, Lord, I, Yes, I want, but the, the only way I can think is somebody help me. Well, the Lord has better ways. He says, rise, take up thy bed and walk. <laughs> can we think about 38 years lying in a bed and getting up? I like what happened after that. And immediately the man was made whole and took his bed and walked. There was no waiting time. He has been waiting for 38 years. No more time to waste. We have wasted a lot of time in our life. No, the Bible tells us to redeem the time. Now let us get up. Let's stand up for Christ and go. And the first way, 
is what we're doing right now. He keep on praying. The second man, as we have seen in, in Mark, is blind. And uh, again, the Lord asked him, what will thou that I should do for thee? Do you want to see? Do you really want to see what's going on in this world? You know, if it, when I think of all the, the, the dirty things that is floating around everywhere, how much we have to be careful when you press the button of our computer? No. And then now you're going to see all that. Then you have to make choices. Look or not to look. So his life would be dramatically changed too, as the crippled man. No, now he was walking, and uh, and uh, now this blind man would see. So now, what are we going to do? Well, what happened to the blind man? Well, after he is cured, it says that he, he followed the Lord. Yes, and uh, he, he want to follow the Lord. And about uh, the the crippled man, where was he found in the temple? Praising God, I'm sure. So my little thing is that seeing that we're praying for revival, am I ready for a big change in my life? I'm 74, but do I want that change? Yes, I want it. Because the goal now for this man who was paralyzed, now standing up, or for this blind man to see, they were to walk for the Lord for his glory, and they were to see things and give glory to God. And I was thinking about an hymn that you, we all know we love to sing. It says this, take my hand and let them move at the impulse of thy love. Take my feet, let them be swift and beautiful. Take my voice and let me sing always only for my king. You think those people after they've been cured, they say, well, no, I can do what I want. No, sir. Who made him stand? The Lord. Who gave him sight? The Lord. Who gives us sight? Who give us breath? Who give us feet? The Lord. Now, to who do I belong? Take my life and make it, O Lord, for your glory. So, as I said, to, in, to conclude, why do the Lord ask questions? Why is he asking me questions? Do really I want that change in my life? Do I want to be revived? Well, God wants me to think. Second, am I prepared to accept those changes that the Lord wants to do in my life? I can ask for it, but when they come, am I ready for it? And will I surrender everything? And I would like to conclude with a beautiful verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We all know that verse. In verse 20, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. When you're cured from the, by the Lord, we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to him now. May we give him all the glory. And Lord, yes, it's dangerous praying we're doing, but we're ready to be shaken for the glory of God. Amen.